All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I hate to break the fishing news up, Graham Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 196 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Yeremchuk. We are back after, well, we didn't record a Thursday episode last week, so we were back to our normal rotation of uh, one podcast every Monday. And uh, we got a full cast of characters today. I see Chalmers, sideways hat, in his truck, drinking a Slurpee. That's completely on brand. Wonderful. I see Bagged Milk's roof. Uh, Wanye comes to us live, hidden, as a seat in Section 214 of Roger's Place. (laughs) Wanye, have they found you yet? Not yet, my friend, but they're looking. Yeah, they, they have guard dogs going out there and everything. And I also see the roof of the office inside Little Brick Cafe, which means Jay is here. And I must say, Jay, the audio quality is good. Oh, excellent. Well, uh, I think we're in a safe place here unless someone walks into the office, which is known to happen a lot. <laughs> but I'm happy to report that it's 300 degrees outside and it's like a cool 20 degrees in the office, which is very rare. Normally it is muggy and sweltery. Are you using that trick with the air conditioner I showed you where you take the hose and you point it down the vent? Nope. Don't need to. Wow. Don't need to turn it on. Thermal. Maybe I'm just really, maybe I'm just really mind over matter. So I just looked at the AC unit and it says it's 82 degrees in here. So I don't know if, uh, quick math. I don't know what that is, but I think that's kind of hot. I think it's because there's no people in there. So it's not as muggy as it usually is. We have a uh, air conditioner Chalmers in the office that you've seen that looks like Rosie from the Jetsons. It looks like a robot. It has like hoses going out of it and shit. 
Well, yeah, and when you vent it, I remember always having to open the window and just throw the vent out the window. Yeah, the window's broken now, so now what we do is we point it down the furnace duct. Well, if the furnace fan is on, it's just blowing it right back up. <laughs> so I'm not really sure how that's fucking working. <laughs> the furnace fan isn't on because it's only on in the wintertime. The furnace isn't on in the winter. Or sorry, yeah, summer, but, summer, summer. No, no, no. Furnace, if you, if you don't have your heat going in your furnace, you can still turn on your furnace fan to circulate fresh air from outside and suck out the old stuff. Do we have a new air conditioner, Jay, that I'm forgetting about in the basement? We have a new furnace. We don't have a new air conditioner. But we're set up now for air conditioning. Right. You be circulating right. the air in your buildings. That's for damn sure. Or else it can get muggy and gross. Of course we do. That's why we bought a new furnace. Our old one, we didn't. We used to have two furnaces that ran this bad boy. But now uh, we got like a new high efficiency one that's like knows what it's up. What's up. Yeah, Chalmers. High efficiency. You ever deal with one of those? Probably not. Yeah. No, uh, never. <laughs> never seen a high efficiency furnace? Probably not. Not like this one. Speaking of high efficiency and having air conditioning, this podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Japa Machinery. They have all your mm. heavy equipment, rental needs with 815s, packers, asphalt rollers, excavators, and more, all available from your friendly neighborhood, Japa Machinery folk, japamachinery.com. You can also give them a call, 780-962-5272. Air conditioning is a luxury, and I use the word luxury to tie into the fact that we are starting to get a look at what life inside the NHL's COVID bubble looks like. And Chalmers, you sent a great video into our group chat, so I I think, uh, Bagmilk, you said you retweeted it to the Oilers Nation account as well? You betcha. Yeah, so if you want to take a look at what we're talking about, you can go watch that. Um, It looks damn sweet in there. Like It seems like everything is streamlined nicely. It seems like they kind of pulled out all the stops to make sure players are as comfortable as possible. Um, I'll, I'll, Chalmers, you sent the video, so I'll go to you first on this. It looks sweet in there. At first glance, yeah. I mean, like, uh, the the buses are all rolling in. They're all beautiful buses. On they roll in into On time. Well, we don't know that they're on time. <laughs> but then they roll into the Sutton Place and the JW Marriott. And from all accounts, you got everything laid out, all itineraries for people. Uh, you know, the for the Coyotes, they all had team custom-made masks and every player is wearing a mask and you hear a guy say please keep your masks on at all times lobbies are looking beautiful elevators are looking beautiful guys are walking in with a ton of stuff because you know they expect to be there for a while and uh man at first optics it looks pretty damn sweet and i think it's a real good look for the city that video so i uh followed an instagram account and i want to make sure i get the at right because i think everyone should follow it because it's a pretty sweet account uh, a good friend of the nation kyler mimamoto recommended them to me but it's just at nhl bubble life and then an underscore and they're basically just aggregating like all the videos nhl players are posting of themselves in the bubble and posting them and it looks awesome like it's uh customized and personal breakfast bars for all the players the outside sitting area looks great as well um then the best part of all this the nhl announced no positive covid tests in their last run through here so no one coming into the bubble has covid and there is no one that needed to sit out because there's no COVID. So this thing's happening. You know what I don't think. You know, you know what I don't think we'll see is uh, when the NBA players entered the bubble. Um, they all took their their shots at basically the food they were being given and yeah. the the rooms that they were being given not big enough, food wasn't good enough, and it was just like it was a real slam fest for like the first couple of days on the way that things were happening in there. Wouldn't and you just, want there to be a slam fest in an NBA thing, Thomas? 
what I want there to be? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I don't give fun. a shit what they do, to be honest with you. But what I'm saying is, is I don't think that we're going to see that from the from like, you know, hockey players. I don't think they have as much of a life on social media as, you know, maybe some NBA players or some NFL players. But I, I mean, I'm interested to see in the next three or four days what if what if any comes out about, you know, just the amenities, I guess, that these people, that the, the NHL players are being uh, given. Yeah, let me just point out that Chalmers said slam fest, meaning negative PR. Wanye said it, I believe, as in a slam dunk slam. And Chalmers, did you yeah. take it as a sex joke? Uh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he slam, did. Now, can you please, Ramchuk, humorlessly explain a meme to me for further effect? <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent breakdown, your Ramchuk. I'm glad you observed that. I, I In just, the NBA, it will be a slam fest. I just guaranteed. really wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. Uh, I wasn't going to get to this till later, but now it's on topic. Did you guys hear the story of Lou Williams? Yeah. No? No, you I, did? Um, Let me catch everyone up to speed on it. Lou Williams plays for the LA Clippers. He was in the bubble. He said, hey, I need to leave the bubble for like a family emergency or whatever. So he left. Like that night or the night after, he was photographed at a strip club, Magic City Strip Club, with rapper Jack Harlow. And Jack Harlow (laughs) posted the photo on his Instagram story, quickly deleted it, then sent out a tweet being like, oh, that's an old photo. I just posted it because I miss hanging out with Lou Williams. But, oh yeah, right, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, dig up. It gets Bye. better. The internet looks at the photo, and Lou Williams is wearing a mask that they only gave out in the NBA bubble. So this dude went to a strip club wearing his NBA mask after telling the league he had to go for personal reasons. Um, that's it is a personal reason. That's the Leave most alone. personal reason. He needs to go to ball. So further to this story. He has on Twitter and Instagram numerous times said that Magic City is the place, best place to get food, his favorite place to eat. And anytime they ask him where his favorite place to go, it's Magic City. So somebody came out was like, he just wanted some good food. And I'm like, this is Hey, Thomas, what do you think is on the menu of Magic City to eat? Uh, nothing. I don't. I the buffet. The buffet of crazy horses to die for. The wings of the Playboy Mansion is why I keep going back. Well, Uh, considering Magic City, Magic City on a Monday apparently is a big thing. They're not talking about food when they're talking about Magic City on a Monday in a rap song. I assure you. Yeah, fresh fingers coming out of the oil. Oh, it's a Drake song. It is a Drake song. Uh, Magic City's brought up all the time, and they are not talking about the. Potted pie. <laughs> what song is that from now? I'm drawing a major blank. Oh, there's lots of people talking about Magic City. No, the one that Drake says it in. I'm drawing a blank too. I'm trying to think of it. But, anyways, yeah, this guy Lou, like, how fucking addicted do you have to be to Magic City to totally get out of the bubble, like, within the first week? One guy left the bubble because he said he needed chicken wings. Yeah. Like, these guys are fucking ridiculous. If there's one thing I learned in the quarantine is. Fuck, did I miss chicken wings? I went to the pint the first day it opened and had wings, and my God, did I love it. I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to, speaking of chicken wings, I'm going to be making some of the best chicken wings ever because I treated myself right the other day and I bought myself a Traeger. What's a Traeger? Oh, Oh, good for you. I am going to be slow cooking so much shit. What is that? What is that? I don't know. What is it? A Traeger is like a barbecue, but it's a barbecue that's... Smoker. You know how smokers used to be just like smoker... They, they would only be smokers? Of well, course Traeger, not. I have no idea what you're talking about. 
So in order to make like real good barbecue, like from Texas or Louisiana, they slow cook it in a in a smoker and they make like brisket and they take like oh, yeah. six to eight hours. You can cook things for 12 hours. Well, if you wanted to buy a smoker, you used to just be able to buy a smoker. You'd put these little wood uh, chips in the bottom of it. And they're kind of like, they look like an oil drum with a chimney coming out, right? That's what a Traeger is, yes. But the old smokers weren't like, the ease of use was not as as good. Like, it was difficult to set them up. Well, this is a barbecue slash smoker, which is like, it's got a wood pellet auger drive, which you dump the pellets in, and it slowly feeds them in to keep it at your temperature. And this thing makes barbecuing and smoking anything ridiculously easy. It connects to your Wi-Fi in your house. What? Why? Why? Because if I'm at home, if I'm not home right now, and I've got a brisket cooking, where are you going? You should go home. No, you should. I I can monitor it and make sure that it's acting right, and that there hasn't been like an auger jam from my phone. Or the one thing about these things is barbecues is they do take a little bit longer to heat up. We're talking like maybe ten minutes longer. So if I'm driving home and we want to start to cook something. Well, we can start the barbecue on our way home. It'll be at full heat when I get there, and we can slam on the meat. You I love slamming finished. on meat. Jay. Slamming meat. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> given given the trajectory of technology, how long until the air conditioner in the corner will take Chalmers' brisket out of the fridge and put it in the barbecue for him off the mm. app? With its wavy arm? How many years? Its wavy exhaust arm? Oh, it's 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 probably only months away. Could you imagine I bet you, having I bet a little you, I bet tiny you there's robot? A, an update we can just download into this thing to start doing some stuff for us. Well, they're closing the gaps. I wouldn't trust it. I used to have a little Omni robot when I was a kid, and that thing couldn't move around. I set the thing to move around the house, and it couldn't do it. So, what was it? That was fifty years ago. It was like this little Tommy robot. It was an Omni, O M N I, and it was his name was Tommy. And he you don't know, think robotics robot. has advanced since your childhood robot? Yeah, probably a lot, but yeah. I'm not going to trust a robot. Well, I just, Roomba? Saw, I just saw, speaking of Roomba, I just saw a like Roomba lawnmower. There's a oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. neighbor that has that. And I walk around and it's this lawnmower is just going around on its own. Yeah, it's a Husqvarna. And you know why I don't like those things? Because some of the best parts about mowing lawn is the fact that you get perfect lines. Well, this thing just goes in a fucking maze. It just does whatever the hell it wants. I want the lines. Fair. I'm sure the technology will get there at some point. I believe the city of Edmonton bought a bunch of those for like its parks and shit, and they're just like oh, yeah. they're yeah, censored they're to goats. like yeah, censored to go and just like mow a soccer field or whatever, and then go back they, to its little they, charging hub. They are not using them. Have you guys been to any parks or any fields lately? No. Yeah, the it's one- fun. Like it's fun walking through a field with the dog or whatever. And- kind of half looking for a tiger to jump out because the grass is six feet oh tall. Oh, my God. And with, so they just mowed the one, and they, they're they mulching it. They're obviously not bagging it because that would be nuts. But they're just leaving it everywhere. And there is piles of just cut dead grass everywhere. It's disgusting. Isn't that good for the grass? Uh, yeah, if you do it, like, more than once a month. This stuff this stuff isn't being done more than once a month. because Sorry, Chalmers. Sorry. So there's a pandemic going. The lawn isn't mowed to your Standard, yes, and it's making the mosquitoes worse. Wow, which is a problem. Sorry, there's also a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so the bubble, <laughs> chicken wings. <laughs> um, I can't. Like, I just don't understand why they don't have chicken wings. 
That seems like a pretty basic food to they have. They don't have chicken wings in the bubble? They have to. Like, these guys can, I'm pretty sure there's chefs They can order them in, in the, the hotel restaurant. Yeah. yeah. They can make the excuse they want to go get chicken wings, but they just really want to go to Magic Mike's for a lapper. I wanted special <laughs> chicken wings with special sauce. Yeah, special sauce, all right? Those fucking dollar bills ain't going to throw themselves. They don't want to go to the strip club for the food, Thomas. How can you possibly think this is true? That's what I just said. I apologize to all the people listening with their children in the car who now have to explain what a lapper is. <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> um, Chalmers, the song you were thinking of where Drake raps Magic City on a Monday is the song Plastic Bag off his joint album with yeah. Future. Oh, and, yeah, with Future. Yeah, yeah, and there's also another song called Magic City Monday with Jeezy, Future, and 2 Chains in it. So, yes, Magic yeah. City on a Monday uh, is Plastic Bag, which is, which is literally about... Going to Magic City on a Monday, getting a plastic bag for the stripper to pick up all the what bills that were raining down. No yeah. mention of the food once. Um, there's also. <laughs> I believe there's a song that it you do not go to Magic Mike for the food. I think specifically. <laughs> Magic Mike. There, there's also yeah, a story. Yeah, he's at a different tip. Uh, yeah. Someone called it Magic Mike. He doesn't realize that like two minutes ago, and it got stuck in my head. Magic yep. City. Chalmers oh, and Jay, big I Chalmers and Jay, big windmill guys. Oh, huge Channing Tatum fan. Uh, oh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen has a song called Magic City. Really? Good Is track. That also about yep. the strip club? The classic. Oh, it has to be. Okay. Oh, the boss sure it's the not Atlantic club. City. I'm pretty sure it's Magic City. It's Atlantic I'm pretty sure City. it's Atlantic City, and I'm pretty sure. Pretty it's sure band. it's Magic City, and it's about the food on a Monday. Oh yeah, well it could be. Drake, I just read I've a story here. Never been a very here, musical person. Um, about oh. Drake allegedly pulling up to Magic City in an armored bank vehicle with $100,000 cash. No mention in oh. no mention in the story if he brought that to pay for everyone's chicken wings or not. Oh, is there a Yelp review for Magic <laughs> Magic City? I'm on it. For for the food? <laughs> I'm on it. This will be good. I'm happy we have bag send milk here pictures. to look up important send some facts. Pictures. Yeah, sometimes on Yelp, they'll post pictures of the food at certain places. See if mm-hmm. they have any pictures. Of the food at Magic City? I'm sure fantastic. they do. Fantastic. Bet you they make a great Reuben. Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't uh, love a Reuben? I do. I'm a, I'm a Reuben man. I'll, I'll admit that. <laughs> Extra onions. Oh, be uh, delightful. Price range, it says $3 bills in oh. terms of uh, our dollar signs. I think that's out of five. So it's a mid-range restaurant. I <laughs> So, I wonder I why Drake would need a hundred grand. Perhaps he's buying lunch for him and ten buses of friends. <laughs> Maybe he's a popular guy. Uh, well, if milk- you roll up to a strip club in an armored car, all right, grand, you have extremely high. I've got a, I've got all a right, photo. So here, I've got a photo of food. I'm going to put to the group here. Here is the first review by a young man named Toby J. Says <laughs> Lou Williams approved. Great place to pick up food. <laughs> Five stars. Uh, on July 26th, uh, Eli put a Yelp review, says, the best chicken strips around town, but don't take it from me. Yeah, right. That's like Lou Williams. Sometimes it's not always ready on time, and you have to wait for 45 minutes, but it's worth it in the end. That food Liar. looks like you something just... you'd get in a food truck. <laughs> it totally does. The light, uh, the, the, the the, that's the fire light. festival ham sandwich. The purple been, coming here, been coming here for years. Valley Park prices are way too high. <laughs> from uh, been coming here for years, terrible. The from, food is great, though. He said. 
Coming from tears. from FM. The dancers I encountered were excellent. They took all my money, and the chocolate ghoul was a delight. Jesus. <laughs> 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 we should just we should do our weekly a weekly strip club Yelp review. Listen, Chalmers, don't you know what's happened to Edmonton strip clubs? They've all burned down. Oh, I Zakaya, heard about that, yeah. There's like Zakaya one strip club left or two tops. We must save them. We must protect them at all costs. Diamonds caught fire twice in a week because they couldn't finish the job. Good Lord. Uh, Zakaya says, one reason I love this place is because the girls are beautiful, but also because of the food. <laughs> like, I'm sending another photo of food. Who knew? I think food means something else. Um, as someone who's never been to a strip club in the States, you can't have, they can't serve booze, right? No, that's completely false. That's <laughs> false. I thought that was yeah, a thing. You can't have nude false. strip clubs and booze. Never mind. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Bottle service at the Spearmint Rhino is something that you need to try once. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you can pay for 20 bucks for a spice rum and Coke at Spearmint Rhino. Yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, I must be thinking of something completely unrelated. Then, so yeah, not one time I went to Scores in New York, and we had three drinks, and it was seventy six dollars US before. <laughs> Tyler, you've really never been to a strip club. Never been to a strip club. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Speaking I, of expenses, oh, go ahead. Yeah, like I don't know. I just, I, I granted, I've had a girlfriend for basically my entire adult life, but. I, you have I, a girlfriend and go to a strip club? Yeah, I, I know I could, and I don't think she would really care. She's sitting in the living room right now. She probably heard that and is probably going, no, I would care, idiot. But uh, yeah, should go, We on. should go together. Yeah, bring her we, on right now and let's ask her. Uh, no, yeah, she's busy. Good, she's working. Good audio. You know? I don't think she's busy. Uh, she's, what time is it? 126? So, no, she's actually right now. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I don't, tend, I don't really – I get uncomfortable with strip clubs. They're not my favorite place to yeah. be. Um, but – you gotta go a couple times. Like on a stag, you go to one and, and like you just literally get the room in the middle of the bar with some bottles and the girls just pour your drinks and you just shoot the shit and you guys just hang and it's like I don't know, kind of a novelty, but it does wear off. <laughs> but really I'm there for the food. Fast <laughs> yeah. forward to commerce in real life. I've been I've there with you. Never You're eaten living food your in a strip club life. and I never will. Oh my god. I I, I have many times. Which one? Uh, uh, what was it called? Crazy Horse on 97th Street. I, I used was to always eat say, there. The one by Mayfield Inn? Yeah, 97th Street. I used to eat there all Why the time. What would you get? get? What was your finger. go-to? Chicken fingers? Chicken fingers and fries. Or sometimes they had a lunch buffet. When I first turned 18, all my buddies that had turned 18, all in a big cluster, we used to we used to have spares in the afternoon, so we would go there for the lunch buffet. What was the one called in, in, the, um, in the hotel on Stony Plain Road? Tap Room. Tap room. Yeah, that's right. Jay pulls it out that quick. Lightning. Because yeah. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Yeah, we used to go there, but it's because we had fake IDs. So, like, anything you did when you had a fake ID was just like the best, craziest thing ever. So, like, and you couldn't go to the best places, me. but you could no, go to the worst places. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, Antonio gives Magic City a one star review ooh. because of the ATM charges. Charges you ten bucks for every hundred dollars you pull out, which is a, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's ten crazy. bucks on a hundred. But what are you yeah. gonna do? Not pull it out? Yeah, but that's you why come you prepared. Get, that's man. why you bring your own hundred thousand yeah. dollars. That's why truck. Drake brought the armored car, paid yeah, for he, itself in fees. He was like, yes, ten bucks. There is no way yeah, I'm the using ATM the ATM charges. <laughs> <for less. laughs> 
Uh, okay. Well, so you we, know what? Have, we, have, have we hit all your topics so far? It's 28 minutes and we've hit <laughs> well, clubs, chicken wings. For, for the record, for the record, uh, Drake saved um, $10,000 by bringing a Brinks truck as opposed that's, to taking that's, hot dogs. That's the same thing that makes you write hot line bling. Mm-hmm. So, so like that's that's why maximum a thousand no ten percent of a hundred grand is ten grand. No, I, I know that, but trust don't me, trust I'm what if, yeah, don't trust your M Chuck. Well, well hold on though. What do you think would be the limit on this? That's what I'm getting club? at. I'm yeah. saying it's if we're saying in the logic, if it's ten bucks on a hun as for yeah. a boy who sent the complaint. But the fee, the fee isn't ten bucks on a hun scalable. Ten bucks take the cash out. The question is, what's the upper limit on the ATM? I'm going to assume it's a hundred. Purposely, they will have ATMs there that only dispense one, and they will yeah. have like a room, like a casino, that just breaks down like wads of cash into like footballs of one. Did you? Can I tell you a story? Do you know who Gilbert Arenas is? Yeah, yes. the guy who brought a so gun. He's no, yeah, he's a, he's no basketball player, and what he used to do was he had he said this on the radio, showing that he is. One of the biggest idiots in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when he used to go to strip clubs, he would get he would give his friends his credit card, and he would take out a hundred thousand dollars at the strip club. He would then spend around sixty thousand of it, and then take home forty thousand of it. But he would have his friends sign the bill, and then the next day he'd call the credit card company and say it wasn't him. What? He said he did that on a show. He said on the radio that he did that. I swear to God. Wow. I'm not even joking. He's also the guy who like lost a game of cards on a team plane and then or team whatever it was. And didn't he not come back the next day with his gun and like brought it into the locker room and was like (laughs) pay up or whatever or like I'm not paying you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert Arenas is a bit of a goofball. I think that's an understatement. Um, I am going to just quickly do a complete 180 on the topics because I think we've spent I think we've spent too much time talking about strip clubs and Gilbert Arenas. Um, uh, one more, one uh, more, please, Tyler. One more, one more. Peggy gives a one star review because she was unhappy with the forty dollar parking fee. Oh, Peggy, Chalmers! I remember one time at the front bar at Cowboys catching you putting drinks on my tab. And I was like, oh, Chalmers. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then the bartender's like, he also bought two packs of smokes. So I was like, Chalmers, two packs of smokes? And you're like, I'm probably going to run through a lot of smokes. You're Gilbert Arena. I can't be I have, I have been on the other end of that, too. So I was just paying it for Two me. packs of smokes. Uh, One was for you. <laughs> The food at strip clubs can be inconsistent. The food at Oodle Noodle is always consistently delicious, and they're doing a ton of great stuff with charities right now as well. 10% of all in-store proceeds going to a local charity every week. Jay, our charity of the week is? Our charity of the week is? Why am I drawing a blank? Okay. I just shot I know, the video with them. you the question every week. Oh, it was a great video that we did. It is, oh, it is the, sorry, this is why, because it's a mouthful to get out. It is the Edmonton Youth Justice Committee Society. Committee and society? Together at last. <laughs> About time. <laughs> Go on. What sort of business do they transact? 
suppose they just uh, help youth uh, that kind of get caught up in the uh, the court system that need help with uh, legal representation. Good oh, stuff. That's nice. How much money did you donate? We don't know yet. It started today. Oh, how much money did you donate last week? Uh, I'll get the report. Uh, it's, it'll probably be around four thousand bucks we raised last week. Is that like um, consistently four grand a week cash? It bounces grinding? above and below given on the week. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's roughly the average. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Love it. Yeah, it's it's adding up, man. It's pretty crazy. Like we're gonna do kind of uh, at the end of the summer a big tally. Uh, about is it like all the stuff that's happening. We can have a little oodle noodle meeting on the podcast. That's fine. We'll consider it an ad. Like, we're able to make the economics of this work such that we can donate 10% of our in-store sales and not, like, go out of business off of it? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's kind of a, a win-win scenario where, it you know, it's something that uh, helps our franchisees and also, you know, allows us to help the community. So it's it's been kind of wild to see. It was just, we just did it on a whim thinking like we need to do more to support outside of donating food. So we thought, let's try this kind of model and it's, it's been uh, received really well. And, you know, our first week, our donation was like 2000 bucks. So yeah. it's really uh, scaled up, which is, I which swear is we really should just good. make this a thing we stick with. It's going to be, it's like, going to look, a little, it's gonna look a little bit different because there's yeah. one thing that we had during the pandemic. It was time. Yeah. So like going in weekly, investing. So we're just going to kind of like spread it out time wise. And maybe Are you thinking feature, a different check every hour like that way or less? Like once a month. <laughs> every yeah. day you're going to go to yeah. a charity? We're going to do the reverse. Yeah. We're going to go and uh, feature a charity for the month and allow us to kind of make a bigger impact uh, for them for that time. And uh, it'll allow us to also create a lot more content and just kind of like really reinforce the message each, each month. So. Yeah, it's been wild. Love it. Love it. Uh, What else I loved since last time we recorded a podcast, the new Seattle team has a name. It is the Seattle Kraken. (laughs) Their color scheme is a... Good Christ, are these fucking transitions clunky? That that wasn't clunky. That That wasn't clunky. That was pretty good. No? All right. I got it. I thought it was all right. When you get that tone in your voice, you're everything. I can feel myself tune out. (laughs) Wayne gives Magic City a five-star review. He well, says they have the nerve to charge 20 bucks for entrance, but I'll pay it every time for those chicken wings. <laughs> Is that what he said? You betcha. Son of a gun. Man, the <laughs> so wings the are really good. Yeah. Noted. Uh, so Seattle Kraken is uh, the team name. Personally, I like it. I think it's out of the box. I think it's, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was creative. They could have gone with like whatever Metropolitans or, you know, Sort of just played there was it the safe. sockeyes in there too. Yeah, sockeyes, but like they took a uh, chance, and I think it worked out. I think the logo is sharp, the color scheme is sharp. Jay, you just went ugh. So I'm assuming you don't like it. No, no, but the sockeyes, it's just like just it, that. I would, I was not a support of that one. I know it I, looks I like, like a cousin track. to the Mariners brand, and that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I get that. They missed a real opportunity with not calling it the Seals, though. Uh, that old, why? old Seals uniform? No, that they could have done that. Uniform. Why not? Bring it back, like to the what was that basketball movie with Will Ferrell called? Uh, with the Flint Tropics. Um, yeah, yeah, like uniforms like that. God, those would have been awesome. Bang I just up, thought it was loud. Take these shots and put them on social. People will oh. laugh. I just, uh, I just, just shared in our group text that that S that kids used to draw in their binders all the time in school, and that's what the logo reminds me of. Pump that shit out on social. This is mm-hmm. gold. 
I do like their gloves, though. I saw the color scheme of their gloves. It's, the colors work for me. I really like them. I like that we can call their fan base the crackheads. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and, good. Yeah. And, well, and they're ranked the crack den. Your M track is the guy who actually knows what's going on in the world. Who are the Oilers most likely to lose to these people? Um, like it's tough to predict right now because it's not like that. That draft isn't happening until after next season yet. And like yeah, the Oilers, true. if they wanted to get creative, they could do a few things. They could, you know, do like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge deal with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, where they say like, "Hey." We're leaving you. Huh? We're not signing you to a new contract. We're leaving you unprotected because he'd be a UFA that Seattle can't pick. Um, they could do the same thing with Adam Larson, and that way they don't have to protect Nugent Hopkins and Larson, but they don't have to. They don't have to. Or they won't lose them, right? Because if Seattle goes uh. to Nugent Hopkins and is like, "We're taking you," he could just be like, "I'm not signing a contract with you as a UFA. I'm going to go sign in Edmonton." So you could for eleven years. They could skirt the process potentially like that. Um, I, I could see them having to lose someone like Caleb Jones, though. I think that would probably be the most likely right now, just because they have so many defensemen. Like, you're going to want to protect. Uh, Bear will need to be protected, I believe. Then Clefbaum as well, and Darnell Nurse. So that fourth D-man, Caleb Jones, he's probably going to have to go. I'm thinking Uncle Ken swings a deal that sees... Uh, Frank's fired up. I think Uncle Ken swings a deal that sees Seattle take James Neal. Which is very possible. Like, if Seattle, you know, might need to get to the cap floor as well, which we saw, you know, Vegas swung some deals and took on some bigger contracts as well. I could see a scenario where they go and say, hey, look, James Neal has experience playing for an expansion team. And, you know, we'll give you a second round pick if you take him off our hands next summer. Maybe that's something that happens. Maybe wouldn't even, I might not even have to have to be a second round pick. Might be a third round pick. It might be like, hey, how well, about it was wild what, what, what Vegas was, yeah. was getting for not taking certain people. Like you got to say, I, uh, yeah. But I wonder I, if the I, I deal second round minimum. I wonder if the deals are going to be as good around uh, the second time around, though, because a bunch of these GMs have kind of been through it once and been like, "Oh, I fucked that up real good." And but they the don't want to make that mistake flat. again. Yeah. So there, there's going to be GMs that are in trouble. So like they're, they're going to like, yeah, it could be Vegas 2.0. It's going to be fascinating, man. Like again, I I agree with with the with the idea that the GMs should have learned their lessons a little bit. But I also think we see NHL GMs make the same mistakes over and over again a lot. Like these, uh, oh, this like is... Peter Torelli going to fucking Phoenix with Taylor Hall. <laughs> yeah, do it, boys. That's the answer, you dummy. I, I Friedman kind of threw cold water on it for the reason he was like, I don't think Shirelli could go to Arizona as long as Taylor Hall isn't signed. But can you imagine the Arizona Coyotes ownership negotiating a new deal with Taylor Hall? signing him, then the next day being like, oh, yeah, by the way, Peter Shirelli is our new GM, Taylor. I, I, we really oh. hope you're okay with that. They all deserve each other. I would actually Absolutely. feel bad for him at that point. The best. Jay, what do you, tell me what you think about Ryan Nugent Hopkins' next contract. What is it? Uh, is, it like a, what, is it like 20, a Sean Horkoff-esque legacy $7 million deal for like 56 mil? Oh, because what he'll be twenty eight? Yeah, I think I it's think. definitely a six year deal for sure. What's the uh, rate? I think seven by seven. Ooh. Yeah, I could I could do seven by seven. That like we need the cap to go up, uh, and it will uh, to accommodate all that. But he's he's definitely going to be deserving of it, especially after what he's going to do this playoff. How about that facial hair? Hey. 
It's the best. That mustache is everything. It, 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 but it looks so good on him. He looks he, like a 17th century balloonist who's just landed in a field somewhere. Plus, he's got the he's got the hockey hair growing out too, so he's got the salad oh, in him. It is so good. He looks great. You were uh, drafting for Seattle. Would you try to get somebody like from the state of Washington that's playing in the NHL right now? Just to be like a hometown Yamamoto. So you're basically saying Kyler Yamamoto. What about and well? So what are you saying, Kyler Yamamoto? Sounds like Yamamoto. TJ Yossi, Tyler Johnson, and Yamamoto are the three guys that are playing right now. They're from Spokane and Mount Vernon. TJ Yossi, who in Kyler Yamamoto? Tyler Johnson. Oh yeah, he was he was a chief. He was a Spokane chief too. I, I like I can Tyler see Yamamoto guy like Yamamoto from Spokane. Chalmer, did you know it? Who? Yamamoto. I could see why they he's would do Spokane, that yeah. from like a marketing perspective. Like Vegas did that with Derek England. He was a guy who he's not from Vegas, but he lived there and like kind of had an active role in the community already. So they went and did that. I could Oshi and Johnson are very possible because again they're guys with big contracts and they're on teams that are going to be close to the cap. So that could work. The Oilers are not letting Kyler Yamamoto go to Seattle. That ain't that ain't. I wonder if they try to get Kyler Yamamoto. What about Seattle? Seattle? (laughs) Would that be his draft year? The look on Tyler's face is my favorite. He just hates. Oh, that's something I missed. Have you guys talked about this Yamamoto thing before? No. No, we're just having a joke right now. You can be part of it. It's, there's no joke on can you. Can we tell only on... funny jokes on this podcast? No, the joke <laughs> on your rem chuck because he has to be here. Oh. Well, he I... wants to be in a real sports show, but no. Yeah, well, I mean, I to be fair, I did enjoy the 20 minutes of strip club talk. I'm not going to pretend <laughs> like I was grumpy during that. I thought that was very good podcast content. You can tell that it hasn't registered in our COVID brains that playoffs are starting within how many days? There's, there's a game next, tomorrow. There's a game tomorrow. Because we're still like, you know what's funny? The administrative draft two years from now for Seattle. Like, shouldn't we be all jazzed up about Well, one yeah, well, let's, let's talk, talk about let's, it. Let's talk about Oilers fans' responsibilities to not being complete morons. Well, shit. Yeah, you're right. So me and Bag Milk, and we've all had a chat about this. This could be, uh, we got to make sure we clip this shit and put it on the Instagram, too. Like, this could be a once-in-a-generation threat to Oilers fans. Because who's going to be more excited than Oilers fans the next 10 weeks on Earth? Probably no one, right? It's a shitty time. Everyone's been bottled up. If we start congregating like crazy during the playoffs, going to sports bars, being like, oh, shit, I'm just going to go down to the Arena District. I won't go in. I'm going to walk around. It could turn into a circus, man. And, like, Oilers fans, we can get fucked up. We can't go out in public to great extent. So I agree with you to a certain extent. I don't think, I think that we all just need to do a small amount of things that aren't stupid. Number one, why don't you and your friends just have a little cohort group that gets together and watches playoff games? Well, me and my friends are 8 million people at the pint, and then we challenge each other to arm licking contests and intermission. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So my, my quote to you exactly was, if you are an Oilers fan and you go to the brew house, the pint, Hudson, doesn't matter. If you go out to watch a game and you are high-fiving actively with people you don't know, you're an idiot. I am an idiot. I'm starting the story out saying I'm an idiot. I've got to see but the playoffs I also, since 2006. I want I to also, go out and touch people. And I don't think you will, though, because I don't think you are an idiot. But other people will. But that's, that's, then that's what I we're talking it. to. I get it, but we can't. 
I've been excited to watch hockey, and I'm going to watch every minute of these games. I'm already making my plans for Saturday. But my plans, and if they are, like I've gone out to restaurants. If my plan is going to be to go out to a restaurant, I am going to be sitting in there, and if drunk Oilers fans get too close to me, I'm going to put my foot up into a chest kick position. And I will be sitting there with my, the people that I came with. And I Locked say, and loaded. Yeah. Keep the fuck away from me. I want to be out in the atmosphere, but I don't want to give you a hug. I don't. The want amount to of parties you. I'm seeing on Instagram of my buddies and my friends and my social media friends and shit. Like, I get it, man. It's nice out. We've been cooped up. I get it. It fucking sucks. If it's like, oh, man, all the bars are packed and people who can't get in are standing outside and, like, going down to the ice district and shit. The Ice District will stand for a hundred more seasons long after this summer is put to bed. But we have a responsibility here. As a hub city, don't fuck this up. Don't be... Don't be or they will never let us be hub city in COVID-22. That's not, that's not my point. We will look like idiots. I we, agree. Done, but look got, at how the world is going, Chalmers. Look at how the world position, is going. But we're not the rest of the world. We got into this position because we handled everything with respect. We do the things we need to do. We wear masks in public now is not the time to get into the second third round and stop doing the things we were doing to get here because if you do you're an idiot i want my concern hall and i want to smush together and listen to jump around that's what i want to do my concern is that we're already kind of forgetting about it, though, Chalmers. Like, you look at the spike in numbers, it's like, it's, it's those damn kids Tyler's age, you know? They're not listening anymore. I went to the spray. I, I drove past. I needed to take a bunch of cardboard to an eco station in an area that had a spray park. This morning at 9 a.m., the spray park was busy. Busy as all hell. But the people were all spread out. Now, I, I, do I look at that and go, yeah, I would take my kid to that? Probably not. Right? People, I understand that people are becoming a lot more loose with this whole thing. But this hockey gives us the opportunity to become flat-out negligent. And when we get into a position where, let's say, we win the second round and people want yes. to go out and do something on Jasper Ave that's just stupid yeah. and get together, it's just like... We can't. Just don't. Like, we just fucking don't for home. one Carter year. I get it, just PSA. don't. You have to tell us. Stay home. Go. Stay safe. I'm Connor McDavid. I will give support, you a cup. You do your part. Stay home. Support or your local you, restaurant you got to wear... You, exactly. If you do go out, just follow the fucking rules. That's all. But like, people follow the rules. Drunk, man. They will not when they're drunk. It's even the same thing as that, like, uh, the beer garden and the viewing thing that the city set up. Like, I couldn't believe that they're actually doing That's that. That's fucking reckless in my mind, but they know what they're doing better than I do, and I don't know what I'm talking about. So there we go. I just think that there's an opportunity for this to really go off the rails unless everybody's working together. And you know what? As much as I want to go high five strangers, I high fived about a thousand strangers in yes. Vegas in February. Yes. But it's just not the time. It's I can see people wanting time. to. I get it, but you can't. And the more people that rush to downtown and the more people that go and do this shit, the more opportunity there is for a spread. And the more opportunity that there is for a spread downtown, the more opportunity that it is there is for it to sneak into the bubble and ruin. All of this. So don't fucking be dumb. It's not hard. They need to run like in Godzilla with Matthew Broderick when they had all the choppers hovering with like the spotlight. They got to run that shit around the bubble. Right. Players are going to get it. Like 
that you you saw the the things about the Miami Marlins right now. They've had an outbreak on their team. No, what yeah, happened? But baseball's got the worst the worst setup. Period. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, what I was gonna like you said, players are gonna get it in the NHL. I'm not convinced they are anymore. Like at first, I was like, you know, positive tests are gonna happen. There could be an outbreak on a team. What's gonna happen? Now with with the news today that there were no positive tests in their last round, and every player who's coming into the bubble does not have COVID and has done all the necessary precautions, which the NHL has been good at. As the tournament goes on, there is less and less and less of a chance of an outbreak happening or of players at all getting COVID because I think the NHL is going to be good enough at keeping this bubble tight. I even saw the video of players filling up at the breakfast buffet that was prepared for them by chefs. All those chefs wearing masks, wearing gloves, likely went through testing when they walked in the doors as well. Like, I think the NHL's... Where are they going to get drunk? Like, are they going to keep the arena bars open so these guys on off nights can go in there and just get destroyed? They have a patio set up. Yeah, they've they've got access, I think, to like three bars or something. This is as simply as this whole thing could turn. One of those chefs has to go home to his family. Let's just say he has a 20-year-old... I think he lives in the bubble. I think everyone stays in the bubble. The servers at the bars are going to (laughs) have... Hold on. Right. A lot Is that of options. true? No. I'm I, serious here for a second. I think hotel That's staff everybody. are allowed to go home. You think so? I, I not, believe that is correct. There's a very okay, so porous bubble. That's very let's porous. Let's say that a chef goes home and his 20-year-old kid's in the basement sleeping off his hangover because he was at the fucking... Uh, at some party with more than 30 people watching... Probably with Chalmers. Chalmers loves parties. Yeah. Then that chef gets exposed to something and takes it inside the bubble. Okay, That's as simple as it could be. No. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but let's just, like, if you, if your family works in the bubble, stay the fuck home. Okay, but the you're, you're making it sound too simple. Like, one, that scenario has to play out. I don't think I am. Where, where someone working in the hotel needs to go home and someone in their family has to have the virus and give it to them. And, I mean, let's be real. If someone in their family has the virus, that person's probably going to call work and say, hey, my wife, my kid has COVID. I can't come into work anymore. But let's say they go home and the scenario plays out where their kid or their wife has COVID, doesn't know, gives it to them. They also don't know and don't start feeling symptoms. They go to work the next day. The temperature test and the test they need to do on site doesn't pick up that they have COVID. They're wearing a mask. They're wearing a glove. They're wearing gloves. They go inside. They go inside the bubble. They prepare the food, their PPE, all that stuff the whole time. And that potentially gets to a player and okay, maybe, you know, one, two, three players get it, but those guys are also being tested all the time. So if you figure out one of them has it, you quarantine them, isolate them. Like, I think the chances of an outbreak are so slim. Like I have a member of my, not my immediate family, but my extended family who had COVID. So he tested positive on a Tuesday. He started feeling symptoms on a Sunday afternoon, Start, started feeling his symptoms on a Sunday afternoon. Went for a test Monday, got the results Tuesday that he was positive. That Saturday, he went to an outdoor gathering. It was a lunch. There were excess of 20 people there. No one else at that gathering, even though they ate, drank, used the same bathrooms, no one else at that gathering got it. Not one positive test from it. So it is very, I don't like, it. like it's highly contagious, but like I, I think it's going to be very, very difficult for a player in the bubble to get it and then suddenly pass it on to 10, 15 teammates. Yeah, and obviously, the only reason I'm saying all this stuff is because I so badly don't want anything bad to happen. Because I am, after watching yeah. that Western Conference video, and just knowing that we have hockey on Saturday, that's this the is wrong what we've all vector. been working for. Commerce. That's not how they're going to get it. 
It's the number one instinct of humanity that will lead to it. Sex. Mm. But they're not How just letting girls Western from... Bored on social media in Edmonton. You have to have those helicopters shooting at the puck bunny. But they can't get in. Like, if I'm a player over. and I'm trying to invite a girl over, she can't just walk into the hotel. Sure she can. Not through the front door. Love I, want you to, I want you to video stuff just trying to walk into the bubble. There's no, like you have to sneak in. Yeah, I know. Pretend you're a delivery guy. Chalmers, I could get in the bubble. Don't worry about it. Okay, get in the bubble. I would love to fucking see this. Never. Why would I do that? Why would I leave my house? Jay, you do it then. No. Too famous. <laughs> Fuck. Because you guys know you can't do it. You can't do it. You cannot walk into this place. Local idiot breaks bubble. Three teams infected. Wanye crying. <laughs> no. I've been. I'm on really this. excited for Saturday, you guys. That's all. Me too. Well, how are we feeling about the oil? I know we we've talked Amazing. about it a little bit over the last little bit, but now we can actually talk. This is our playoff primer discussion. The Oilers are in the playoffs. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen how they look for three months, so I have zero idea. I can't wait till Saturday. You know, I, I had fun watching the um, the scrimmage they did on the weekend, the Colby Cave game, which was very well done. But what were your thoughts on that big book? I thought the boys looked good. I, you know what actually made me really happy? And I know they were only probably going 75% or whatever it was, but like Nugent Connor look like they've got something going. Uh, Leon and, and Yamo look like they are still back where they were. So I, I, I was feeling really, really good about it. And you know what? I was actually super impressed by Philip Broberg. I, I know he's probably not going to play, but oh, man, bro. he's got wheels. And he's handsome. Oh, very handsome. That, those Swedes, the Swedish Al Labs team that we've got on this roster right now oh, is pretty impressive. Ripped. Yeah, quickly becoming a Swedish hotbed is the Edmonton blue line. <laughs> um, I thought someone else was going to jump in there with an ab joke, which is why I... Yeah, like a Swedish abs mafia? Is there something there? There might be Ooh, a, yeah. There might be an opportunity for Nation Gear to build something around the Swedish ab mafia. Yeah, it's well, like one of those bikini shirts, that, but instead it's just a shredded. The all abs team. Yeah. Yeah, with the Swedish colors. Tattoo on his chest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe like a Swedish fly or something. Like the Swedish like your, all your abs. Your t shirt is just a body with abs on it with a Oilers Nation tattoo on the chest. Yeah. And it's either Broberg or Clefbaum. Well, we're working on a t shirt design that involves a mustache right now. Mm. I'll tell you that much. Is it the nude is it stash? Just a, is it a, well, I don't know. Is it? Is the stash know. at the very bottom of the shirt? It's. It is a Yelp review from Magic. What the fuck's the place? City. Magic City. City. We only talked Magic about it for Johnson? twenty minutes, Jay. <laughs> I know because I screwed up and called it Magic Mike's once, so and now I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck is it? <laughs> um, speaking of, and then Nation, I want to call it Magic Pizza. Speaking of Nation Gear, you guys, did you guys drop the Hub City shirt? Yep. Uh, sweet. NationGear.ca. I'm looking at. I'm pulling it's it up right out. now on the site. While you're pulling that up, I'll pull up. Uh, Tina gives Magic City a four-star review. She said, this place was popping. The girls were beautiful. Everybody looked great. The atmosphere was great. But that $40 charge at the door really ruined my night. Four that stars. could be Mrs. Uramchuk, Tyler Uramchuk. Mm-hmm. So, so four stars is, is a ruin my night review? Well, uh, apparently. Apparently. She's uh, wow. very generous. Four stars. But she did have her night uh, ruined by the uh, $40 cover fee. It's too bad. That's too bad. 
Yeah, uh, we, feel bad for we touched on Nation Gear. The Nation Beer playoff cans are out. Jay, take us through uh, the design there. Oh, fuck. It is just the sexiest thing I think anyone could ever see in their lives. Well, Jay, tell the whole story, though, because you, you told it on uh, Nation Happy Hour on Friday, and I just thought it was funny because this can, as sexy as it is, was a complete mistake. <laughs> complete mistake. It was supposed to be, the vision always was that it was going to be a matte black can with silver writing. And uh, we got a couple proofs and we were beating, there was a couple iterations of it because the writing wasn't silver enough. So we send all that feedback back to the printer. And what do they do is they flip it. They inverse, they go black writing on silver. And I, when I got told this, I was like, fuck off. Like we put so much like energy into this. We were so pumped. This is what we kind of were just set on. And I'm like, fine, let's see it on a can. And boy, were we fucking wrong. It is so fucking slick, this can design. I cannot wait to see one in the flesh. I've been seeing some product shots because it's been slowly getting out there. And oh my God, it looks so good. Is it all the same beer or is it different types of beer in them now? Like, are they different? All the same? All, all the same beer. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, so stay tuned. I think it's going to be on shelves in liquor stores like right now because I'm already starting to see it out in the marketplace. I don't Speaking have my hands which, on any yet. Do you guys have any potato cider in the mix? <laughs> because now, yeah. that we, now that we know that it absolutely 100% exists, yeah, like, thanks to that, all of our friends on Twitter who slammed you for being such a fucking that's, but that's, cider. That's, that's like a, having a peanut butter stout. Like, it's not like... It's I never a, said it was good. Not, never said I was going to drink it. Just it's, said it exists. So it's a, yeah, yeah, but it's not a... It's, it's the platform is stout and they put peanut butter in it. Yeah, like, not, like cider is apple. If you're going to make craft dinner, what's your first play? Is it spicy cheddar? No, it's craft dinner original flavor. I'd like a nice rosé macaroni with a little Alfredo. Yeah, down the road there, perhaps, but you don't lead with that, bro. You go for numbers, market share. I get it, but listen, the argument was that this shit did not exist. Mm-hmm. And I think we proved it did. It exists. It we just said it wasn't common. Yeah, it's called vodka. Potato cider is vodka. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to put cider in a box, and I'm just saying, you know, let it breathe, man. I want to get hammered so bad. Maybe that makes me a low-functioning alcoholic, but, like, are you kidding me? My job is to stay home, watch the Oilers on TV, and not leave? So you're legit not going to get together with anybody? You're just going to watch No, I'll get yourself? together with people, but I'm not going to. My normal plan would be to go to every game. Yep. Yeah. My second plan would be, if I was at the game, would be to go to the pint. Yeah. yeah, like I was thinking back to 2017, and those were the only two places I watched games. The only one place. at the Pint and one at Rogers Place. So it's going to be weird. It's and wherever I start watching games when the Oilers start to roll. Because if I feel some place is lucky, I don't care if it's the fucking trolley car at the top of the high-level bridge. I'll insist it goes back to where I feel I need to be for superstition. I just remembered so that I made, a, I made a tea time for Saturday at 11. That's not going to work. Oh, you cancel right. that. Oh, I totally God forgot. Your goddamn life, <laughs> Five games on Saturday. I just looked at the schedule. Oh my God! Oh it's my like, God! It is a gambler. Like right now with the current hockey schedule, it's a gambler's dream because there is just yep. so much and DFS for that matter. I'm so I think fantasy's going to have a first couple rounds. Yeah, I think fantasy's going to have a huge play here. So really looking forward to what Daily Faceoff can do. We're the second. August. We're the second. Yeah, are we gonna, favorite we're, of the day that day on Saturday? What's that? 
were the second highest favorite of the day. Pittsburgh to beat Montreal is the highest favorite at a minus 160. We are favored to beat Blackhawks by 150, minus 150. And then it goes the Hurricanes at minus 130 to beat the Rangers. Well, I'll take the and Rangers. then the Flames to beat the Jets, minus 120. And the Islanders to beat the Florida Panthers, minus 115. Can you, I, know, you want my hot take here, Chuck? Yep. I think Carolina's going to go deep. I do, too. No, I think wait, Carolina's yeah. done in yeah. round one. Uh, Jay. Care to make a wager? Yeah, let's, Jay, let's make a windicate. I want to go in you and I betting heavily that the Oilers go deep. Okay, I'll uh, I'll set up an account. Give me some money. I'm gonna go on that. Hold up, I'm talking that playoff. Yeah, uh, just kidding. I'm just just yep. joking around. Uh, yep. But but Jay, we can talk about it every week on the podcast and make a branding content. Well, I think uh, as of today, our new our new friends, our our old friends, Odd Shark, are coming back to work with us uh, with uh, with hockey coming back. So that's exciting. so let's so, yeah. grant ourselves money from our own money. And not spend their money on gambling, but our own money, and then their money goes into a different account. So let's gamble, and then every week or every show, we can talk about our bets from Odd On Thursday, everybody do a five-game parlay, just between us, and we see who goes gets the best record. I don't even know how to bet, Chalmers. I don't even have, like, You just you guess the winner poker? of the five games, and we'll see who goes four and one. We'll see who goes three and two. See if somebody goes five and oh. Where do I write this in an app? What? How? On a napkin with a sharp. Oh, I see. Hold it up. I thought you wanted me to, to do. Screen. I thought no, you wanted me to between, use some fucking app or something. Just between us. Oh, I see. Between gentlemen. Well, hold on, just, Jay. Can we can we do this though? Can we bet and then yell every show about it? Sure. Give me some money. I will. How do you want to structure this? Do you want to go fucking double up, double up, or how do you want to do it? Uh, we can do a few different things. Okay, Jr. I want in. Let's I, go. I, I bet on I bet on Stanley. So I, I I like to sprinkle around a few Stanley Cup winner bets. Uh, so I've done that. I've bet on a few. I've got the Oilers to win the cup. All I want to do is every time the Oilers win, I want to have more money and when they lose, be sad and ready to come back hard next game. Yeah, I've got 50 bucks on the Oilers to beat the Blackhawks in the series right now. I've got $5 on I think Minnesota's going to upset Vancouver. Um, I've got $20 on the Jets. Bank in the flames. I think that's oh, a yeah. no brainer. All right, Charlie, uh, you want in on these Oilers bets only, crew? Well, I kind of, yeah, I kind of want to go against you. I'd like to have a competition. No, you fuck face. What are you going to no, bet against you? I don't, mind, I don't mind the idea of doing like a parlay this weekend. I think that'll be kind of fun. But let's turn an Oilers betting windicate where every time the Oilers do something great, we always win. I think they're going to go deep. Go Oilers. Uh, Rick, yeah, I'm always going to bet on the Oilers. That's Rick, all I know. Rick from Oilers Nation Radio uh, and The Pint suggested that we do a joint fantasy hockey pool, like the one where you pick the boxes and stuff and do that between the two podcasts. So maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll set that up in the next couple of days and send links into the chat. Oh, hell yeah. And Good we can idea, do that, Rick. Have a little bit of fun. Great idea by Rick. Um, yeah, us versus them. Also, the sportsbook I use has a ton of prop bets up right now for Oilers and Hawks. So, like, you can bet on the amount of goals that, like, all the big Oilers names will score. Yamamoto... Nuge, Dreisaitl, McDavid. You can bet on how many goals <laughs> yeah, the Oilers... I like how you led, you led with Yamamoto. <laughs> I was reading them in order Seattle, of they were on the covered? site. <laughs> okay. He's from Seattle, Yamamoto. You can bet on no, the Oilers okay. to score uh, you know, over under 12.5 goals, all that stuff. Uh, maybe this Thursday's episode we will solely dedicate to previewing the Oilers' playoff run and also talking about a bunch of betting and fantasy hockey. I think that's a good plan. Great plan. Good. Well, we already prepped Thursday's show, and this one is not even over. 
It's about to be over, though. Guys, thanks for giving me an hour of your time. Stay home. Thank you. Stay home. <laughs> Find an Oilers playoff cohort that you can hang out with. Yeah. Just watch it with the same people every time, and then you can hug and kiss whenever they score. Ooh, your Ramchak, you want to be in my cohort? We yeah, your Ramchak, I'm watching at your place. Right? <laughs> I'm blowing right past that to remind everyone that our the podcast is cohort, brought to you. Your Ramchak cohort. Podcast is brought to you by Jappa. I'd let Jappa into my playoff cohort. You can visit them, jappamachinery.com. Check them out on all their social medias as well. They are the great, fantastic, amazing sponsor of the Real Life Podcast. Thursday, we're doing a full preview of the playoffs, specifically Oilers and Blackhawks, because... There's an exhibition game tomorrow. Oilers are plus 140 to win in regulation. Take that bet. It's a lock. Don't fade your M-Chuck. Hammer it. And then Saturday, we got the real thing. Oilers versus Hawks. Thanks for tuning in. Hammer it. Episode 196 of the Real Life Podcast (laughs) is over. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.